0: Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to The Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew to talk everything sex, relationships, sexuality, sexual health. What else do we talk about? Whatever you want to talk about. I mean, we're pretty much
1: talk about anything that you want. Hey, Spring, how are you feeling today? I feel great. How are you? This is like hour number 12. I feel fine, but I'm hungry. I'm ready to go home. And being hungry makes me think that Thanksgiving is coming up just a few days and all the great things that we can do. But my Thanksgiving looks a little bit different this year. What about yours?
0: I think everybody's Thanksgiving looks different this year. I'm um, renting a car, so I don't have to take public transport and driving to see my parents and I'm quarantining two weeks before I go see them. Um, So it'll be just my parents and me. Hmm.
1: We normally do a Friendsgiving uh, where uh, my best friend from college, Chris comes down and all we do is cook and eat and drink for... Like, it's not only Thanksgiving Day, but, you know, there's like two or three days before and a few days after and um, go to drag shows, of course, because that's just part of all of my events. <laughs> um, and this year, I think it's going to be a lot more quiet, um, but that doesn't mean it's it's any less fun or valuable. Um, and uh, I think it's really important that we talk about Thanksgiving and, and what it really means. And maybe maybe this is the year we take the attention away from like giant, stressful family gatherings uh, and talk about like making it a meaningful but like let's actually be thankful and, and show it in different ways. Um so today we don't even really have a question, everybody. Our question is happy Thanksgiving. Um and we're really thankful that you're listening to us. So happy Thanksgiving, Spring. Happy
0: Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um and we just wanted to spend a couple minutes, it's gonna be pretty short today, talking about um, Issues of Thanksgiving, um, holidays can be really challenging for people, and we want to let you know that we understand that it can be challenging for a lot of different ways. Um, some of you might be sitting at tables with people who have really different political or religious ideologies, um, and it, we're at a time where it seems like a lot of people are looking for a fight. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about things that you can do to avoid or defuse or de-stress in um, those in, in those trying times, how do you handle those with different beliefs? But I also want to put out there um, that there are people who don't have families or or who are separated or who have been disowned or who have had to leave for different reasons. And Thanksgiving is for you too. So today, I mean, we're just going to be sort of chatting for a few minutes about those sort of issues.
0: And I mean, I think you didn't even mention coronavirus and like differences of opinions on um, how to handle that and how to be safe during that and um, how to... Mixed or not mix during that. And I mean, not only are those um, health concerns to think about, but there's also a lot of underlying, you know, really strong beliefs and um, fights that can happen right there.
1: I mean, the worst gift you could give your family for Thanksgiving is a dead aunt, uncle, or grand- grandparent. I mean, my big my, my big push is to celebrate the thankfulness part of Thanksgiving in November, and then let's move the family holiday where people get together and hang out. You do your Friendsgiving or your family Thanksgiving in May. So why don't we just separate the two? I'd be happy if Thanksgiving was in May. All, nothing else is happening in May. But like move it <laughs> six months away. Um, there'll be more vaccines available. Well, uh, You'll be able to have it outside because it will be nice out. Like a lot of the issues with COVID are like having it inside, eating, drinking, lots of people, small spaces, like all of that is essentially a tsunami of disaster for spreading COVID. Um yeah, and I didn't even mention it. I hadn't thought about it yet for today's episode, but I think that's a really important part of uh, of making sure that you're doing a plan that's healthy for you and for all of those people you care about.
0: Yeah, and... That's uh, healthy in a lot of ways. Like we are talking about coronavirus and we're also talking about mentally, emotionally and um, and what's really doable for you. And, you know, even just this idea of quarantining and then traveling to see somebody can be actually very draining. And the, the act of seeing absolutely no one else for the two weeks before traveling can be so difficult. So if that's like not okay for you, don't do it. Like <laughs> there there's a lot of factors to consider when we're thinking about you know how do we have um, holidays and how do we have interactions with family safely? I mean,
1: most people have now had fun zoom holidays and phone calls and birthdays i think it's safe that you could all be eating on zoom together and celebrating without putting yourselves at other people at risk um i mean i would recommend like keeping your bubble the same size it is the really scary thing is over the holidays people are just going to slowly and incrementally like slowly, incrementally increase the number of people they're exposed to. And that's exactly what we see happening in states that are having big COVID break or breakouts of COVID. I mean, Spring and I did four episodes in a row talking about COVID, and it's worse now than it was then because people are just exhausted. People are tired and people want to see their family. And you can still see your family, but you have to do it safely. I know the CDC released some guidelines um, for how to see your family safely or how to be more safe. And a lot of it is what we already know, right? You should be wearing masks already, but you can't wear a mask and eat food. I don't know. I have all these little cousins and nephews and nieces that are going to want to run up and give me a hug. It's going to be hard, right, at these times to be like, no, you need to stay six feet away.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the CDC guidelines talk about... Like some of the strategies you could do is, you know, can you do it outside? Um, Can you really limit the number of guests? Uh, Can you bring your own plates and utensils? Um, If you have to do it inside, can you try to open the windows? Um, So there's a lot of things to like try to like think about, you know, what what are the little things that we can do to make this safer? And so not only are there, you know, these continuing to wash your hands and the mask and social distancing. Like what additional things can you do if you're having a small gathering to really increase the safety of it?
1: So please be safe, everybody. I mean, our show is all about health and sexual health and relationships. Um, And we, and we know that the relationships that you have with your family members are important, but this is, a, this is a year where you just need to reimagine what Thanksgiving can be and make it bigger and better. And you can celebrate it with me in May, if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, I'm just pushing mine back. Um, there are a couple other parts of holidays that I wanted to talk about as well. So please be safe with COVID. Um, another thing that, that comes up pretty frequently, and we've had questions about it in the past, is like, what, what happens if you're gay and your family doesn't accept you or doesn't want to see you for the holidays? Um, And for me, it's all about building a family of choice, right? Like you have the family you're born with, and sometimes that family doesn't work out for various reasons. And you can still find people who love and support you. You can still build family units because family isn't blood relatives, right? Family is people that you want to spend time with, people that you love and people who love you. Um, I think the other important part is people who challenge you when you're a jerk or an an a-hole or a turd or you've messed up, you know, people will hold you accountable. You can find that in your family of choice. And that's what I mean when I say that, like, you know, I have a friends giving, it's me inviting the people who are my closest family to get together um, and uh, celebrate and things that I'm thankful for that way. But we wanna let everybody know uh, out there, like holidays can be really lonely and holidays can be really hard for people who are separated from their family for whatever reason. Um, And that there are ways that you can still celebrate um, I highly recommend family of choice and Friendsgiving. in many ways is so much more fun than Thanksgiving because you don't end up at that table with the aunt or uncle who's going to have that have to dig in and have to fight. Ugh. I'm kind of looking forward to not having to deal with any of that this holiday season, right? Like there's some <laughs> silver linings here.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think that there's a lot of different people that have a lot of different issues with family members and, um, not recognizing different parts of their lives, whether it's sexuality, whether it's relationships, whether it's, um, you know, just different aspects of who you are that, uh, sometimes parents or grandparents or other family members are not ready to recognize. And, um, and that can be really challenging to feel like you can't be your full self or you can't express yourself Um, in those environments. And so if you are going to be spending time with family and you know that there are some of those difficult things lying ahead for you, I think it's a really great idea to talk with some friends in advance, kind of set up some, um, like safety measures for yourself and kind of little outlets. So how are you going to manage that? How are you going to um, make sure you have time set aside with friends to debrief? Um, and how are you going to do that if maybe you can't do it in the house? Are you going to like take a walk to um, phone a friend? Like Set up all these things and think about them in advance so that you know going into the scenario, if it feels difficult for you, you have support. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I think building that support is what a family of choice is. All right. So we need take a short break when we get back we're gonna talk for a few minutes about how to handle adversarial relatives um, and then uh do a little bit of thanksgiving ourselves be right back Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Sprig. Happy Thanksgiving, world. There's so many things to be thankful for. Even in a world that sometimes seems kind of dark and scary with lots of awful things happening, there's still a lot of things that we can be thankful for. And I am still thankful for my extended family relatives who sometimes say terrible things. And I just have a couple suggestions that I'm going to put out there. For Those kind of families, like you know, families that are both Democrat and Republican, families that are secular and religious, families that are, you know, like all of those kind of issues. Um, and I think there are a couple really important things that you can do. The first is to establish some kind of ground rule for everybody who's going to come and talk about it before. This sounds like a lot of our other episodes, right? Like <laughs> ground rules where you talk about it before the, is the event, answer? what um, and set up some ground rules that what is acceptable for the whole family and then make sure that people abide by them. And I think the most important thing about these ground rules is that you're going to refuse to normalize bad or aggressive or attacking behaviors. Right. And you have to have everybody sign in on the whole thing ahead of time. Now, some families are like, why do we need to do this? I'm totally happy with my racist uncle saying terribly racist things. I'm like, then you have to come back and say, I'm not going to be part of that. And it's important that we are accepting of everybody. Um, So just some really basic ground rules about like, what do we expect for people who we call family? And what do we expect on a day that's called Thanksgiving? So even if you can't, you know, you're never going to get everybody to agree with you. Um, Thanksgiving is the worst time to have arguments where people are like, this person is this, this person is that. I hate this person. I love this person. Like nothing good is going to come from that on that holiday. So I think having a ground rule where like Thanksgiving is one of the few days a year where we're not going to engage in those conversations. And just let everybody know that you have an expected standard of behavior and that you're not going to normalize negative behaviors. Tell them, like, you know, go back to Facebook or what's the new one, Parlor. that's the new uh, social media site. You can go to any of those sites and talk with people there.
0: Yeah, and that's so important. like. It's the same thing, as you know, um, you're not going to normalize the kids running around the house and screaming while everyone's sitting down and trying to eat, right? Like, the, it's this exact same thing. And we um, don't often kind of address bad behavior as adults, especially within families. So yeah, I think that's a great plan. Like, talk about it in advance and try to set some ground rules. That's beautiful.
1: I mean, And Thanksgiving is a special day. And on special days, you know, we can let some of that out like or, or no we can keep it in <laughs> depending on which side you are you can like leave some of it out of the conversation or you can hold it in at least for a little while <laughs> all right so i think it's time for us to celebrate some thanksgiving dr cooper um i want to know what you are thankful for this year
0: okay so Based on some friendly anecdotes from, uh, some people around me in my life, I have a theory that COVID has changed the dating landscape for the better, at least in New York city. And I am very grateful for this. Um, so in New York city, it has been a very, um, take a date, move on, take a date, move on, take a date, move on culture for, um, as long as I've been here and kind of understood how people date in this city. And, um, COVID has really changed, I think a lot, especially of heterosexual men, um, how they are thinking about dating and how they're thinking about approaching relationships. And it seems that a lot of men are more interested in, um, going on a date now um and spending time with someone and um seeing if they like them and part of that i think is that they might be interested in a relationship after spending so much time alone <laughs> and maybe reflecting or maybe just being bored of spending time with themselves um but i think part of it also could just be there is no um allowance now for just kind of a hookup it's a covid world where we um, men kind of have realized maybe I have to spend time with someone before uh, I just hook up with them. And so I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. But I think uh, the way that people are dating seems a lot more holistic and um, like we're taking into account uh, this idea of who people are a lot more, and I think it seems really beautiful. And I'm grateful for this shift and how people are approaching other people.
1: That is absolutely lovely. I mean, sometimes it takes a global pandemic, dem, the global pandemic, for people to really uh, see and figure out what's important. Um, I'm thankful this year. Uh, for the way that coronavirus has helped/slash forced me to be better at connecting with people I care about, um, I've been much more uh, like much more precise, much more specific, um, much more. Uh, like my intention has been so much more specific on maintaining and building connections with people I care about, and I've actually seen uh, a lot of my really close friends more during coronavirus through various online uh, uh, platforms than I would in everyday life. So I'm really thankful uh, that you know I've been able to build and maintain these relationships. And you know, part of me hopes that some of these Zoom happy hours with nieces and Zoom happy hours with people who live far away will continue. Now, they won't be on Friday nights for me anymore because I cannot wait to get back out into the world and go all those other (laughs) that's coming. I'm also really grateful that both Moderna and Pfizer have very safe, effective vaccines and hopefully soon everybody will have them. I'm also really thankful that my semester is about to be over. I'm thankful that I get to spend time with spring. I'm thankful that I get to go home in just a few minutes and have dinner with my boys. I have a lot to be thankful for. And I'm really grateful for all of the listeners, too.
0: We're so grateful for you. And we're so grateful for all of the engagement and the questions and the feedback that we get. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that.
1: And we're so thankful for you that uh, we're going to be having a post right around Thanksgiving. um, And all you have to do is respond to it for a pretty good chance of getting a goodie bag from us. Um, And our goodie bags are actually really good. There's all kinds of great stuff inside, including like sex wrap pins and buttons and condoms and lubricant. and the potential of a nice uh, sex toy. So um, so we are so thankful for you that we will send out several little care packages. So all you have to do is go to our Instagram account and respond uh, to the post either the day before or after Thanksgiving, because I'm not going to be on social media at all on Thanksgiving, so it probably won't be until the day after. But <laughs> I think that's about it for our episode today. It was only supposed to be a few minutes, and Spring and I had a lot to talk about in terms of Thanksgiving, which is great because we are really thankful. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have any questions or have any follow-up uh, that you'd like for this episode, feel free to let us know. Uh, you can email them to us. We're thesexwrap at gmail.com. You can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT, and you can find us all across our social media uh, at The Sex Rap on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just two of af-
1: Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Pod Glomer, a sonic universe.